0: I'm here to help you grow and learn as a Resource Room teacher. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to the Resource Room podcast, where for me, this is the first episode that I am recording in the summer and could very well be the first episode that you are listening to over the summer. And besides resting, relaxing, spending time with family, all of that, summertime for me means that I'm going to be doing a little bit of reflecting and a whole lot of planning, prepping, thinking, brainstorming for how can I make this year just a little bit better than the last. And if you notice the title of this podcast before you hit play, you might notice that the title is a little different than usual. It's a question, what do you suck at? And that's what I want you to really, really ask yourself as you begin, or maybe you're midway through your summer. And the answer to this question will be different for all of us. Everybody has different strengths and weaknesses based on your personality, your experience, all the things, okay? So what do you need to improve on? And this episode is at the beginning of this series for a reason. I want to encourage you to be reflective. I want you to be honest with yourself about what things could you be doing better? What things are you maybe setting yourself up for failure? Because let's be honest, we all do that sometimes. And then we moan and groan about the things that are hard about our jobs. And it's like, well, you know, maybe, maybe we're doing that to ourselves a little bit. Maybe we're not planning ahead. Maybe we're not um, knowledgeable in that area, yet we're doing absolutely nothing to improve in that area. And to me, part of that is being true and honest and raw with yourself. For a lot of people, that area is glowing. Like you know exactly what you suck at. You know exactly what you need or want to improve upon. But for others of us, We might be like, gosh, there are so many things or, oh my gosh, I don't know. I'm still so new at this. I don't know what I don't know. And so because of that, I have a couple of questions that I want to ask just so that you can think about, okay, what are some areas in which you need to improve? For me, the number one thing that I want you to be thinking about is what stresses you out about your job? what is something that you just absolutely dread? Maybe it's something like lesson planning or attending meetings, talking to parents, dealing with general education teachers. Maybe it's something like paperwork or assessments. You know what is a part of your job that you might dread Maybe that's an area that you could improve or grow or put yourself kind of out of your comfort zone. Because for some of us, parent meetings are intimidating. And yeah, that's something you could improve upon, but that's a big job. That's a big chore. So I want you to really, really think about some of those things. And not that you're going to wave a magic wand and it's going to be fine. But what are some things that you just really, really do not look forward to? The next question is one that my brain spends a whole lot of time thinking about pretty much every day, if I'm being honest. And so that to me is what are you spending an insane amount of time doing every day or every week? And as always, this will be different for all of us. For some of us, maybe it's like, man, I can't get anything done because I'm being interrupted by behaviors so many times. Maybe it's like, man, I'm never getting anything done because I spend too much time talking. That's me. That's what sucks so much of my time. Maybe it's paperwork, which for a lot of us is a real problem, a real part of our job. And it does take a lot of time. And as you know, if you have listened to any more than one episode, you know, I am really, really good at making things harder And over the last couple of years, I've said, okay, we have to step back and figure out how can we make this easier? How can we streamline this a little bit so that we are not making everything we do 10 times harder than what it has to be? And so maybe paperwork is your issue and you think, "Ah, well, Amanda, I have no control over paperwork. That's part of my job. And you're right, it is. But how can you make things easier on yourself? How can you do things in a strategic way that will maybe speed some of that up so that it's not taking you two, three, four hours to write an IEP? The next question I think deserves a little bit of a preface because I am not trying to tell you to compare yourself to others. We know that comparison is the thief of joy, and so I'm not saying compare what you do to others, but... Sometimes our colleagues are the best professional development. Our colleagues have great ideas. They do wonderful things in their classroom. So my next question is, what are some things that you look at other teachers doing and you're a little bit jealous of that? Or you're like, man, I wish I could do that. Man, I wish I were better at that. What can you learn from some of your colleagues? What do they do that makes you just a little bit jealous? Maybe that's the way they deal with some of those behaviors in a good way that you're like, man, she really, she's just got it. She knows just what to say, just what to do. She's so confident, whatever it might be. Maybe you're jealous of something like that and you think, man, they're so good at what they do. I wish I could be a little more like that. Maybe it's the relationships that they have with their students. Maybe they're always a week or two or three ahead. Um, The girl that I share my classroom with, I am always jealous that she has all of her trainings done ahead of time. This past year, our school district um, had some UDL modules that we had to do. There were 10 of them, I think, and we had to watch a video and submit a Google form. Watch another video, submit a Google form. There was one per month. Well, for me, I did that pretty much every day on the day in which it was due. And every time I was like, gosh, this was so easy. Why am I waiting until the day it's due? It took me like five to 10 minutes, like however long the YouTube video is, plus a couple of minutes to reflect and submit the Google Form. It doesn't take that long. But what do you know, month after month, I waited. And I waited, it just kept happening. Meanwhile, Sarah's sitting over there three months ahead and I was jealous. How does she manage her time? How does she prioritize? How is she thinking ahead in that way while I'm sitting over here struggling? So I don't want you to look at being jealous or being envious of what they're doing as a bad thing. I want you to look at it as a learning opportunity. What are they doing that you're not. In the example with Sarah, Sarah doesn't put off things. Sarah dives in, she gets stuff done, and she doesn't waste time. Meanwhile, for me, I have 99 things that I'm avoiding. So I'm like cutting out bulletin board letters, or I'm taking pictures of all the students so that I can display them beneath my bullets or beneath my chalkboard. That's a waste of time. That's not prioritizing things like they should be so those are things that i can learn i can get better i can be like sarah in that way so it doesn't have to be a negative that you are jealous or that you're envious of what your other colleagues are doing use it as a way to learn what do they do that you do not and my last question as you kind of see what do you need to improve upon is something that again i'm guilty these all come from my own real life here, guys. The last question is, what are some things that you know you should be doing and you just, I'm going to use air quotes here, never have time for? Okay, here's my example. This last year, I did not use my blending board as faithfully as what I have in years past. My excuse, and it I think is nothing but an excuse. My excuse is that my kids were a little older and it seemed a little juvenile. I had exclusively fourth grade students and they didn't need some of that practice. This is me justifying it in my head because they did need that practice. But in my mind, they didn't need that practice like they might've when they were in first or second grade. Now they're older, now they're in fourth grade, they don't need that as much. Those were lies I was kind of telling myself to get away from the things that I knew I needed to do. And so I encourage you to look at some of those things that maybe you used to do and now you no longer do or you hear other people talking about and you're like, man, I know I need to do that. I just don't want to cut out those darn letters or I just don't want to cut out those stupid flashcards or or whatever it is. I want you to think about what are some things that you know you should be doing, but you've just been putting it off. And I am 100% guilty of all of the things that, that all of us do. It's just real life. So I don't want you to feel like, oh my gosh, the title of this is What Do You Suck At? And Amanda wants me to think of all the things that I'm terrible at. I want you to just be honest with yourself. And that's where my mind goes of like, I really suck at managing my time, but I'm really great at finding ways to avoid doing the things that I should. I'm really good at looking busy when I'm not accomplishing the big mama tasks that are going to stress me out later. That's me being honest with myself. I suck at managing my time sometimes. When I follow the plan that I have developed for myself, Things are perfect, but when I make excuses for things, mm, sometimes I fall short. Also through the summer months, I think that it's important to remind yourself of what you're good at as well. I'm also really good at having great relationships with my students, bringing laughter into my classroom, having an environment that they want to be in, that they want to learn in, that they feel safe in. It's okay to remind yourself of the things that you're good at too, as you go into the summer season. But for me, my mind always goes to, okay, what can I do better? What can I do better? How can I move forward? So we all know we're good at a lot of things. But if we wanna move to the next level, I do think sometimes we have to be honest with ourselves. So as I wrapped up this episode, I was like, gosh, this sounds so negative. It's okay to think about the positive too. But if you want to move forward, you also have to be honest with yourself about those areas in which you can grow and then put forth the work to actually do it. So have a great week. Hopefully you're out of school by the time this episode drops and you are laying in the sun or reading a book or sipping margaritas at 2 p.m. or whatever it is that you do to enjoy your summer break. I hope you're doing it. And I will see you next week where we will talk about some things that you can prep at the during the summertime that will help you all year long and help things move a little smoother. So I'll see you then. Well, my friend, that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to the Resource Room podcast. I truly, truly love to help and support other special ed teachers. Because of that, I run a Facebook group just for us. Search the resource room and request to join. You can also check out my website, theprimarygal.com, for blog posts, pictures, and more information. Until next time, have a great week.